Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Well, this is our what second Who Done It in the last few weeks. Yeah, we, uh, we've, we've uh, since we've been on a bit of an Agatha Christie kick, haven't we, on Doctor Who? Yeah, but if you take Ag- Agatha Christie out of it, are there any other like Who Done It type stories in Doctor Who? I was trying to think of other ones. Doctor Who Done It, if you like. Yeah, Doctor Who Done It. Um, they must have been, mustn't they? Because we had Terror of the Vervoids, that's you know, that's a classic. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps the listener can uh, list it. I can't think yeah. of any off the top of my head. No, I can't. I can't. Not, that's not why I was this, going to ask yeah, you. Not in this sort of traditional, you know, enclosed space. People die in one by one. Oh, robots of death. You could say that. Oh yes. No, very that's good. Sort of that's a good one. Christie-ish. Yes, yeah, it is almost like Ten Little Indians, isn't it? It is, actually, yes, yeah, you're right. I'm glad you went with the... Uh, well, it's oh. not even that now, is it? It's, um, and then there were none. Because, yes. Because uh, people complained about calling it Ten Little Indians. Yeah. So. Do you know the, uh, the, the, the scripted line that was meant to be in this? Do you oh, know don't that? Tell, don't tell me it was something dodgy. Because we've, we've also had a run of racist episodes on Yeah. I, well, no, I mean, they weren't going to say it, thank goodness. Yeah, but it was going to be something along the lines of the doctor was going to say something like, oh, it's just like 10 little niggles, doesn't it? Or something like that, oh, you know? And it's like, and they got that out, and it's like, thank God for that, you know? Yes. Oh, dear. Yeah, best mm. not to go anywhere near that. Don't touch it. Yeah, don't make a joke <laughs> about that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yes, yes, so here we go, the unicorn and the wasp. Yes, creating a bit of a buzz about uh, the story tonight. I was trying to think of bee and wasp yeah. puns that I could do, um, but I'm, I'm referring to your uh, ability in that. Yes, they should, have, right. they should have had a guest star in Sting, shouldn't they? He could have been in it. He could have been there. Or that just have a police song. Oh, no, it's 1926. You've got no uh, police songs in 1926, no, have you? No. But you could, have, you could have had Sting in it. That would make sense. And he could have looked at the police box. Yes. You, know, you, could, have, <coughs> you could have tied all this together. So you I doubt could, he's doing much else, isn't he? You could have had police song titles, you yes, know. you could have, yeah. I mean, at the end, when they're talking about, you know, the Vesper form, you must have been, you know, so lonely. So lonely. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. You could have had, ideally, you could have had um, every step you take, I'll be watching you. Yes, it, yes. You know, please yes. stay. Oh, and yeah. what other songs have we got? Don't Stand So Close to Me. Yes, that, yeah, good one. <laughs> That's sort of the COVID song, isn't it? Roxanne um, doesn't really work, does it? No, but you could have, you could have, um, you could have included a character called Roxanne. Yes. Well, well yeah. So you have a character called Roxanne that goes in the room and turns on the lamp and it's red. Yeah, well, Miss Scarlet. Put on that red light anymore? Well, Miss Scarlet. Miss Scarlet has a red light. There you go. Once again, it um, it shows why they don't let us write Doctor Who stories. (laughs) Or or police lyrics. Yes. 
yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is a reason for all this. All right, yes. let's crack on. Let's get into okay. this one, yes. shall we? Ginger beer! I beg your pardon. I need ginger beer! The gentleman's gone mad! I'm an expert in poisons, Doctor! There's no cure! It's fatal! Not for me! I can stimulate the inhibited enzyme to reverse the protein! I need protein! Walnuts! Brilliant! I can't understand you! How many words? One! One word! Shake! Milk! Shake! Milk! Milk! No! Not milk! Um, shake! 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 Cocktail shaker! What do you want? Harvey Wallbanger! Harvey Wallbanger! Well, I don't know! How is Harvey Wallbanger? One word! What do you need, Doctor? Salt! I was wearing salt! They saw I need to be salty! What about this? What is it? Salt! That's too salty! Oh, that's too salty! What about this? Mm. What's that? Anchovies! What is it? What else? Oh. Mm, it's a song! <laughs> Mammy! Mm. Um, I don't know! Camp Town Races! Camp Town Races! Well, alright oh. then! Towering Inferno! It's a shock! Look, shock! I need a shock! Right then! Big shock! Coming up! Have you always spotted what this building is when the TARDIS arrives at the beginning? Because uh, I hadn't. No, what do you mean? What, is it a famous building or something? It's, it's from uh, The Power of Kroll. Is it? Hmm. I did not know. No, that. not Power of Kroll. What am I talking about? The, um, the, the thing one. The thing one, you know, with the plant thing. Oh, the um, seeds of death. See, yeah. Yes, the one yeah. with that barking, mad, really, really camp man who yes. wants to take over the world camp, with plants. Yeah, camp Freddy, yeah. Camp um, Freddy, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. wait, so wasn't that, wasn't, that some, wasn't that Ringo Starr's house or something? No, I think it was Mick Jagger's. Mick Jagger. Yeah, or something like that. Well, he wasn't yeah. in the police, was he? No. But no. Sting might have been visiting Mick Jagger at the time. Isn't it called Star, uh, Star Manor or something? Something like something, that it's called. Something like that. But yeah, we've yeah. seen oh, it did, before no, in the right. 70s. I'd never not, figured that one out. I that, no. No. So, yeah, the TARDIS arrives, and yes. I, I, I haven't seen this story for a while, and as I say, I have memories of enjoying it, but as soon as the Doctor comes out and we've got the show-off smug Doctor, knowing just where he is by smelling the air, and it's like, uh-oh, warning bell starts ringing. Yeah, so I... Because I've seen this a couple of times, I think. I wouldn't, I'm not, it's not... A familiar one, but I remember enjoying it, and I do like Agatha Christie uh, sort of shows and that. I, I do enjoy a bit of Agatha Christie. Um, but yeah, I thought that. And then what I thought was amazing was instantly put down by Donna. No, mm -hmm. no uh, hero worship or anything like that. It's like ah, oh, relax. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Don, Donna, I think Donna and um, the Tenth Doctor work the probably the best out of any of the. Sort of female style companions, female style, <laughs> female <laughs> companions. Um, yeah, that she works so well, and I think he needs. I really enjoyed him in this, and I think it's because he needs someone to to prick that pomposity to say, "Yes, you are an idiot. Stop behaving." Because it it brings it back into sort of the real world, doesn't it? Where people react how they would in real life. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I I I was I must admit I was worried because I thought, oh no, what is, is it going to be one of these? And then immediately it's uh, yeah, well it could be the nineteen twenties car coming down the road. Brilliant, that's what I want. I want I want someone to point out uh, when the doctor's being stupid. 
Yeah, and I think that is her function, but I didn't get that. You know, when when these first came out, I yeah. didn't like Donna at all because I've said before, I've known too many people in real life like yes, this. You know, these yeah. gob, gobby chavs. Well, it, um, it, it's, it's really weird because I remember... I remember seeing her sort of her comedy show and not really enjoying it, not not really getting it. Um, but more on the clips and the sort of the the public side that was happening. I hadn't really watched it. And then she came on here, and I was I was very much sort of oh god, this is J and T style stunt casting, casting isn't it? yeah. Um, and thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thought she was like one of the best companions ever. And then I went back and rewatched her comedy shows, and when you actually watch it as a block. You know, watch half an hour rather than just one sketch. It's really clever. It's actually mm-hmm. really clever and taking the Mickey out of this stuff. Um, so yeah, I she she's really gone up in my estimation on everything. I think she's, although she plays really dumb. The you know uh, Catherine Tate herself, the actor, always putting herself down, always saying she doesn't get stuff. I think she's actually really clever. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm growing to appreciate her yeah. more since we've been doing this podcast. Certainly have, you know. And yeah, we are. We're in the 1920s, aren't we? Yes. And well, uh, that, that sort of mock 1920s, isn't it? I, I sort of think probably this style of 1920s did it ever exist? No. Highly but that. Doubtful, yeah. But that doesn't matter. I've been no. thinking a lot uh, since we last did the recording um, about this story and. Something that you said off air after we recorded last week, which is, uh oh, there's a moment in it, there's a doctor moment yes, in it that you're yeah. going to hate. And I didn't hate it. Well, and I think I, the. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, the reason I didn't hate it is unlike last week's Father's Day, this yeah. is not serious at no. all. It is a comedy, it is a spoof. So if you have the cliche, you know, horribly cliche, cliche what the 20s was like i'm fine with it you know this is just a bit of fun isn't it yeah this is this is a light-hearted romp bit of fun it's meant to be funny and it is which is always nice um yeah i don't think i had that scene and we'll get to the scene later but had that scene been in the middle of a serious episode yeah i think yeah yeah when it came on i said to Anne, i said oh it's not gonna be happy about this no i don't mind it yeah, I don't mm. mind it because it's totally in keeping yeah. with the tone of this story. And Doctor Who can do comedy. Yeah, you know? de- definitely can. Um, yeah. And th- this is true. So I- I've obviously been thinking about sort of the recording tonight. And, and there's lots of bits in this that I think we might, we might run the risk of being called two-faced or having double standards. Because there's lots of bits in this that normally we would hate. But you're right, it works. Mm-hmm. It does work here, yes, yeah. I get it. Everything is working, you know. It is funny. It is a spoof. I mean, for God's sake, you can't take it seriously. It's just a bit of silliness, isn't it, you know? Well, well, Anne sat and watched it, and at the end of it, she goes, or actually it was about three quarters away through, she goes, is this a special? I said, what do you mean? She goes, is this like one of the specials they did? Pulled out all the stops. I said, no, it's just a normal one. She goes, it's too good to be just a normal one. And it's like, well... (laughs) Mm. This whole yeah. season was not bad, to be fair. No. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, you cannot take it seriously. It yeah. is silly because right from the get-go, we've got Professor Plum, even oh, though yeah. he's not it's, even it's though he's not called Professor Plum. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Reverend, that's Reverend yeah. Green, isn't yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, straight away, isn't it? Straight away. And, and when Professor Plum says, I'm going off to the library... 
and he gets done in by somebody who's buzzing, but with a lead pipe, it's like, yes. there you go, from the get-go, you know what this yeah, is, and, this and is and all they, about. And they acknowledge it later on, don't they, where um, Donna says, uh, Professor Plum in the library with the lead pipe. Yeah, it's, and that's exactly the tone to take, acknowledge it, don't, you know what I mean? This is, yep. this is what you're going for, yeah. This yeah. is so much better than last week, you know, all that horribly this, yeah. forced comedy, oh, isn't this funny moments, which just fell flat. Yes. You know, this is this, so nice. Yeah, this this was a, like a, a breath of fresh air. This one, and then um, yeah, and then we get. Remember, I was saying there's there's a version of the theme that that I is my absolute yes. favourite of new. This is it. I'd forgotten it was from this season because we haven't done this season before. No, and no, I no. Love, I love this season four theme. With it's got so much bass in it, and it's I, it's so good. I like all the uh, the the cellos or whatever yeah. it is that's going on the string instrument. Um, underline to the theme that's really good i quite like the titles yeah. as well yep well i must have liked it because I, I i thought i wonder if i got it on cd somewhere and i'd actually bought the season four soundtrack none of the others right i thought bought the season four soundtrack so well there like, you oh. go yeah, there you must, go must have made an impression so i sat and had that blast in a way mm. yeah great stuff really good yeah well straight after the titles we're introduced to felicity kendall yes right who i cannot now and this has been with me for decades. Every time I see Felicity Kendall, I think of Rick from The Young Ones yes. saying about, oh, you're talking about the woman I love. Yeah. You're talking about the woman I love. She's a, she's a real woman and she's sweetly pretty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that I, whole thing of Vivian saying about how it perpetuates the myth about, you know, the British she's are, you know, middle class. <laughs> and I hate it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, You're talking well, about the woman I love. Yeah, oh, well, I love every time I see her. Says, uh, that was very eloquent, uh, Vivian. Uh, Vivian. She's yeah. not watching. <laughs> yeah, so every time I've seen her since then, you know. Yeah. Oh. She's, well, to me, I, I suppose to us, she's always um, the good life. And that's, yeah. yeah. Do you think Anne thought this was a special because of people like Felicity so, Kendall in it? Yeah, because as each person was doing, it was like, oh, it's him. Like the vicar is, is you know, from uh, Mr. Selfridge we like. And... Uh, You've got uh, Henry Jago in it. It's like, oh, yeah. this is so, such a good cast. And they seem to be having a great deal of fun, which I I, I like. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And then I, I'd totally forgotten she was in it. Old uh, Gin Erso from Rogue One. I've got that somewhat. Yeah, Miss Scarlet yeah. is Gin Erso, I've got yeah. written down. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Yeah, totally that, yeah. forgot about that. Because answer she is, um, it's a Star Wars woman. Is, is, was she in this first or something? Yeah, no, I think she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a way before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she's the unicorn. We're going to find out. She's this jewel thief that's going around called the unicorn. And uh, yeah, that's. She gets one of the funniest um, Agatha Christie moments when. when, when she open, you know, they realise who she is, and she just becomes absolutely lower Common. class Cockney, yeah. Yes. Which happens. I can't remember which Agatha Christie play it is. It's a one of the Hercule Poirot's, and that happens right at the end. It's like, oh, okay, good yeah. job, Joe. Yeah, clever no, joke. We, we know what they're doing, and we know what they're doing. They're getting all the suspects together, aren't they? Yes, in the, yeah, uh, at this garden party. What, what I also loved about this is. They go back in the TARDIS to change into proper clothes. Yes, yeah. Well, you would like that. That's going back to yeah. the Hartnell days, proper isn't Hartnell it? Hartnell style, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, I thought it was quite sweet as well when she comes out and she goes, um, uh, what do I look like, flapper or slapper? Yes, the doctor just yeah. smiles at her and goes, you look lovely. I thought, that's nice, nice. Yeah. 
You get yeah. this is what this is what I want in my Doctor and Companions that they actually seem to enjoy travelling together. Yep, and the companion's the not lusting after the Doctor, yeah. and the Doctor's not lusting after the companion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so we get all the suspects together. I, the, the the very small niggle I've got with this story is I could do without the gay subtext because that's kind of yeah, like hammer time. You don't really need that, do you? No, you don't want that rammed down your throat, do you? No. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't mind. I, it's but it does feel it does feel tacked on. Well, there's um, no point to it. No. It's fine if they, if it was relevant, but there's no yeah, point it, to it. I mean, yeah, I I think it's quite nice that. You know, Donna says, um, uh, you know, what are we in the Middle Ages? He can't grieve. I think that's quite nice, but, yeah, it just doesn't... If, if there was a point to it and it, it you know, it, it was relevant to the plot. Um, but perhaps that's the whole idea, is that it's not relevant to the plot, and that's why it's in, you know, it, mm. it could be... Perhaps it's just, I don't know, our old-fashionedness. But it does, it does feel slightly tacked on. It does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and then after that, that's when we get Agatha Christie arrive. Yes. And uh, well, it's I the day that she, yeah. she... Sorry, I was going to say, that, it's the day that she vanishes, isn't it? Yes. The Doctor knows yeah, this, this is the yeah, day this, she goes. Because um, obviously uh, Agatha Christie's you know, famous mystery. I mean, until you look into it, there's not that much of a mystery. But it was played up huge at the time. And they had, you know, they, they brought in detectives from all over the world to try and find her. And it's like, yeah. Okay. But... Um, I does have my favourite favourite little funny bit in this where um, where uh, the doctor says something and someone goes Agatha Christie and then Donna goes What about her? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. She's really good. Um, I can't remember what else the the woman playing Agatha Christie had been in. Well, so many again, people in familiar. this. Yeah, yeah. I I recognise them all, and some I I, yeah. I know from where, and other ones I don't. But, yes. uh, but yeah, yeah we, 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 we introduce these people in, in classic Agatha Christie style. And again, I've forgotten that um, Jago was in it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, to be bumped off almost yeah, immediately. Yeah. Well, they don't do a lot with him, do they, sadly? So. No. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it, I, I like these little scenes. They're very good. Hmm. Well, they find Jago. He's dead. Old Professor Plum's dead, isn't he? Oh, no, Jago is the wheelchair. Oh, of course he is. He's yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. It's been a yeah, long day. Professor Plum, who um, Anne recognised immediately from something, said he was in such a such. It wasn't. So she looked him up, and it was. She's good at that sort of thing. Um, he, he's got a very Germanic face. He could play a good German. Yes. Yeah. But um, Emily's he's quite famous. He's got quite an IMDb, and then yeah, dead within like thirty seconds. And it's like, oh, well, is, is is he going to come back as something? No, gone. Yeah. What a part. Yeah. Um, and the doctor's got bloody good eyes because he spots yeah. on the floor this little blob of something and he picks it up and it's morphic yes. residue. Yes. So, so he knows something nice. else is going on. No, it looks <coughs> like a bogey to me. Yeah. Um, it would be nice if he did that and he tasted it and went, ah, snot. Yeah. 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 He never seems to manage that. But uh, yeah, so immediately we've got two mysteries going on, haven't we? We've got the sort of the. the the, uh, the main one is like, you know, Agatha Christie's, uh, you know, and then about to vanish. Style. Yeah, and um, and then we've got this ooh, slightly alien thing. Yes, yeah, and that's when all the suspects are questioned, and that's yeah, yes. that's when we oh. find old Jin Erso is yes. in the cast. Yes, she appears, and I absolutely adore this the the absolute hammering home joke of the flashbacks. 
Mm. I think they're brilliant. I love it. Because you get this, the, again, this is a big Agatha Christie trope. Um, and they just play it perfectly, you know. Just as you think, oh, okay, this is getting a bit monotonous, and then the Doctor does a flashback. Yeah, the Doctor gets his own. <laughs> yeah. Have they ever told that story in the comic no. book or, well, or I, audio they've adventure? They've never done it on telly. They might, I imagine there's a whole series from Big Finish about it. Mm. You know, it sounds yeah. quite interesting. It's all it's, it's in Belgium, isn't it? In um, yeah. uh, and Charlemagne and a, something about a rogue computer or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Because so yeah. yeah, he goes, uh, he goes. Oh, I was in Belgium once. <laughs> yes. With arrows. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just after that, that's when Donna meets our adversary for the day. She goes in the room yes. and there's buzzing and she opens the curtains and you've got a whacking great big wasp outside the yeah. window. Yeah. This, it, I remember the first time I saw this, or I think I might have been a trailer for it, or the week before, whatever, and it was like, oh dear. But it's, it's sort of, it sort of works. It's not the greatest CGI in the world. It hasn't um, dated as much as the Reapers last oh week, God, though. No. And is that? Do you think that's because it's a, you know, it's a recognisable thing, or? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. It's all right. It's a wasp, yeah. isn't it? It's, I mean, it's just not, a giant it's, wasp. It's no Ray Harryhausen, is it? But no, it, it sort no. of does the job. I'm not entirely sure. This is sort of one of the points where I think, had this not been a, a bit of fluff comedy story, we'd be going, why is it a wasp? Why yeah. does that species look exactly like a, uh, you know, a, a, a Taran insect? It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but you know, yeah. Well, well what I took from it is, I mean, I don't know if you've got wasps in India, but how do we know that that's what a vespiform actually looks like? Well, and it didn't yeah. turn into a wasp because that's the first living thing it found after it crashed on Earth. Well, it could be, could be. Yeah, I thought that is is <clears throat> is it that it's, it's it's appearing as a wasp? It's not, you know, it's a because it's a shapeshifter. He said the doctor says a shapeshifter, so perhaps it is. Yeah, you might actually, you might be absolutely right on that. That that it's that's just another part of its form. Hmm. Um, because otherwise, I, I, I wonder. Um, I wonder how it had rumpy pumpy. Well, it's not just rumpy pumpy. It's also the fact I can't see a wasp hmm. operating a spacecraft. Can you? That's a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> well, I could. I could. I could see a wasp operating a submarine. Oh, mm -hmm. Little stingray joke for you there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, <laughs> Donna gets rid of it with the magnifying glass. Yes, because she's a plucky young girl. She's plucky. <laughs> Yes, she is, yeah. But shortly after that, that's when the maid, or whoever that lady is, uh, she's bumped off by a statue knocked on her by the yes. Vespi form. And as Anne said, why, why, when people are killed by statues, why do they just stand there looking up, screaming? Yeah. It's like, take one step. Just get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She had plenty and, of time. Yes. And the Doctor, he seems to know something about the... I mean, he, he suspects because of the morphic residue, but he seems to know that this this wasp thing that's buzzing around can change back to human form. Yes. And, yeah, this is a comedy. It's a bit of silliness. I do wonder, when you see, you know, a Vespi form when it is human... Yeah. Are they human clothes? Where do the clothes come from, you know? Or is that all just an illusion? Well, I, I couldn't. I couldn't work out. This. This is always the problem with shapeshifters, isn't it? I couldn't work out whether the human form was like. It's always a wasp, and the human form is an illusion, like the uh, vampires in Venice thing. Yeah. But that doesn't quite work, does it? Uh, but I also couldn't work out why, when the human 
is getting angry and starts to turn into a wasp. He starts talking with a buzzy sound. Yes. He starts buzzing because that's not that's not how wasps make a buzzing noise. No. You know they're not but, going bzzz through but, their mouths. But this is but this is just a bit of silliness. So oh, you can forgive silliness. it. That you know. Yeah. And that's when the doctor's saying it's a form from another galaxy. Blah blah blah. And that's when he realizes he's been poisoned. So goes yes. off to the kitchen for some ginger beer. Yes, which I thought was that they were going to make some sort of little fan reference to. Obviously, Tom Baker always had ginger beer, and I thought they might say ginger beer. It's got the something property, of it. but they don't really. They just they just say it, don't they? It's, yeah. I, I didn't know whether I was happy or sad about that. Oh, it's all right. It's, it's all right. It's doable. Yeah, he wants walnuts and he wants lots of salt. Doesn't yes. he? He needs salt to pur- purge himself of this yes. poison. And it was, like I say, it, no, normally these scenes really annoy, but this this works, and I think it also works because the reaction people are giving him is really good. It's quite funny. Yes. You know, when he's when they're trying to do the uh, charades type thing, and it's sort of normally this would not work. It would be horribly embarrassing. And it was like, okay, yeah, this this actually works. This is funny, and yeah. it's funny for the right reasons. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I like the whole Camp Town races and everything yes, like that, that you know. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, did yeah, you? Because she, yeah, she does mummy. It's like, oh, yeah. we're dangerously close. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but we stopped there, thankfully. Yes. Did you know that when, when they give him the jar of anchovies to eat, they're not yeah. anchovies, they're actually just sliced mushrooms? Oh, I, was, yeah. I thought he was going to say he thought they were going to be sliced mushrooms and they actually gave him a jar of anchovies. <laughs> yeah. You've got a reaction, wouldn't you? Yeah. And then I'm not he, a fan he, of anchovies. Horrible thing. Oh, no, I love them. I love yeah. them. I adore them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I think it's a really funny scene. Um, yeah. oh, um, well, that's good. I'm quite surprised. I, would, I was worried this would be the... Uh, the, the breaking point for you. Like. No, no. Like I, I think you're absolutely right. If this had been in any other story yeah. that was trying to take itself seriously and you had that, yeah, I would have had a problem. But, you know, it, it's totally in keeping with everything we're seeing around it. Yeah, you know? it fit, fits in perfectly. Yeah, I do like that also it, it ends with him having to have a big shock to start his heart again or whatever. Yes. And it's, <laughs> it's as just, snog it's from really Donna. <laughs> I do, I do yes. like this, this weird relationship they've got. I do. Yeah. I do yeah it's, it's much more realistic than like Rose or Clara or, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's more genuine, isn't it? It is, yeah, it's very genuine. Yeah. All right, so the next scene, it's dinner time because they're British. Yes. They're all going to sit yeah, down and got, have dinner. Yeah, people have been killed, but it's dinner time. Yes, dinner must another, be served. Another, Another classic Agatha Christie or old Dark House style trope, isn't it? Yes. Scene. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the doctor has been to the kitchen, hasn't he? And he's put a yeah. lot of pepper in the meal because yes. apparently pepper is part of a insecticide. Yeah, didn't know that. I don't know whether it's true or not. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Um, Perine or something, he says, doesn't he? It's the yes. Of, uh, yeah. Insecticide, but, and then he gets yeah. the reaction. But unfortunately, there's a thunderstorm at the same yeah. time, so the lights keep cutting out, and the Vespiform form appears. We don't know who it is, but they appear, but in the dark, so nobody yes. knows who it is. Yeah, and it, yeah, you, the lights are off, so you don't know who's turned into it, and then it appears when the lights come on, or the, the, the lightning flashes come on. Um, works better in the dark, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it is this question I just asked then. You know, this thing changes from human to Vespiform and back incredibly quickly. Yeah. 
what's happening with all the clothes? Yeah, I, I think it's got to be some sort of, um, like, you know, psychic thing. Yeah, it's an illusion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The wasp is there all along. We just we, can't we see do, it. Yeah, because we do see in a, one of the light scenes when he changes, we do see sort of a mist coming up, don't we? So it, do, yeah. it has got the sort of, yeah, it, it's an illusion-style feel to it, mm. which would make more sense, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Agatha Christie, she figures out that Miss Scarlet is the unicorn. And, yes. uh, yeah, she has to return this, uh, this, this stone to Felicity Kendall. Yes, we, uh, get, we get a love, lovely little sequence of, again, classic Agatha Christie style. Um, you're the murderer, and his re- and it just goes through. And it, I, I love Donna's uh, sort of attitude to this. So is he the murderer then? No. no. And she just gives up and starts eating snacks. Well, she's and, pointed uh, to by the doctor yeah. as well. And it's like, well, I didn't do it, you know. Yeah. And that's when we find out old Jago, old Colonel Mustard yes. there. You know, he's a fraud... Yeah, but we only find that out by accident because yeah. the doctor was going to say yeah, you're he, you're innocent. Yeah, he says I'm not really I'm not really uh, disabled. I've only done it to keep you because you're such a good-looking woman, and someone would steal your wear. And then uh, she goes, "Yeah, I was just going to say you're innocent." Oh. Yeah, yeah, and that's when Felicity gives up her secret. Um, yes. She had a baby shortly after getting back to England. That's why she was locked away yeah. in that room for six months, wasn't she? Yes. Um, yeah, and she'd been impregnated in India because she'd seen a light in the sky. Yeah, so she, yeah, she'd seen a, a light in the sky. There was a ship coming down. And then she met some guy that she thought was the best thing in the world and fell instantly in love. Um, they, they had a bit of uh, rumpy-pumpy. Uh, and yeah, she was pregnant. Um, mm. Very, very sort of, I had throwbacks to uh, Black Orchid. Right, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, coming, coming back from far away, staying in a room, being locked away, a secret. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she she was uh, she was in confinement, basically having the 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 kid stroke wasp stroke pupae, whatever you want to call a young wasp or waspet. Um, but I, the maid was the only one that knew. Yes. Yeah. And she's tumbled it, hasn't she? And that's yes, she was yeah. going to tell Felicity, and that's when she got flattened by the statue. And in, yes. in the same way, Professor Plum found out, and he was bumped off as well. Um, but I, this vespiform, right, yeah. which may or may not look like a wasp, you know, in its real It does form. sound like a sanitary towel, doesn't it? It, it does a bit, it does yeah. a bit, yes. Vespiform... Uh, Yes, Sorry. thank you, Ian. <laughs> um, so this ship containing yes. this Vespiform crashes on Earth yep. 40 years ago, sometime in the 1880s, crashes in India. For some reason, it adopts the guise of a human to woo Felicity Kendall. I mean, who yes. wouldn't? Who would, um, yeah. Not Rick Mail. Def- uh, de- definitely not Rick Mail, not, if you see what I mean. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That, there you go. That's the as I say, it's yeah. been a long day. Um, and yeah, they have a tryst. Yes. I don't know what this vest before. That's a very nice word. For yeah, it, I'm, yeah, I'm a polite chap. Um, I don't understand. We never find out why that vest before is there. Did it crash like the Ruton did, or what? Yeah, I presume, I presume it crashed because they they sort of make vague mention to that the the vest before can put all of its genetic memory in a crystal 
yes. and that perpetuates like the race memory and that sort of thing. So I don't because did the vest before him was he injured and he knew he was going to die or did he perhaps he just fell in love with perhaps he just wanted to have babies with Felicity Kendall. Did did Felicity didn't didn't know that he was a giant wasp, did no. she? <laughs> no. I mean, I wouldn't have... I don't know. It was a different time back then. I wouldn't have thought so. How would you bring that up at, like... Yes, at dinner know, parties. Is that, do you bring it up before the... You know, during the first date or second date? Yeah, I've, I have a secret to tell you. Yes. Um, and But he dies, doesn't he? He dies in a flood. Yes. This festival yeah, so, dies yeah, in so a flood. India flooded greatly. Yes. Um, and he was washed away. Because it's their natural weakness, isn't it? Water. To a wasp. Not like they can fly, is it? Yeah. So we then find that Reverend Green is this son. Yes. He was born 40 years ago. Yes, and but he doesn't know. He didn't know up until recently, did he? So he no. He didn't know he was a giant wasp. No. But his genetic lock has been undone now, so he can now yes. transform into a wasp, can't he? Yeah. Which is weird when you think he's a vicar, and wasp is obviously, you know, it's the the acronym for white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yes. Um, and he's not... Yeah, it's weird. I, di- I didn't know whether there was some sort of joke going on there, but I might have been delving too deeply into it. Well, no, I mean, the inspiration for the design of all this is that classic cover that we see in this story, you know, where yes, you've got the yeah. wasp on the cover. That's the inspiration for the design of the Vespiform. So I don't think it's anything more than that. No. But, I mean, yeah... Presumably, for most of his 40 years, he just thought he was human. But then this yeah. crystal starts beaming, you know, uh, what he is to him, you yes. know, telepathically. Yeah, because, uh, uh, why was it, I can't remember why it suddenly started. I think it's just because he's in the vicinity of the oh, stone. Was it? Yes, that was it. And, and the reason this whole Agatha Christie thing was going on is because um, Felicity Kendall was reading Agatha Christie at the time. Yes. It got mixed in, um, which sort of, sort of makes sense. It's an, mm. I, I buy it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy the. Uh, it's very unconvincing. The run into the car. I mean, you know, uh, Donna Noble is sort of like you know, just briskly walking to the car. It's a not not a very convincing car chase. This thing when they go no, off in the cars. There's, there's a lovely shot of it, um, sort of uh, from high up. And you're seeing them drive up. And it's the slowest car chase in history, isn't it? It's, it's like that one in Blake 7 we talked it about. Is, yes. That mission, oh no, not Mission <laughs> to Destiny, the other one. Yes. Uh, the Bounty. Um, yeah, it is incredibly slow yeah. and, and not at all exciting. But um, yeah, Agatha's lured this Vespi form to the lake. Yes, she's going to go and drown it in the lake. Yes, and Donna chucks the jewel in the lake, and yeah, in goes the Vespi form. Um, and that's the end of it. Yeah. But it's yeah, connected. I thought we were going to get like a big, you know, a, yeah. sort of, a, a final uh, final jump scare type thing. No, don't get any of that. No, that's the end it's of cool. it. It drowns yeah. just like it, it did before or its dad did before. Um, so do you think there's a, at the bottom of this lake now, there's a, a, a wasp carcass or did it turn back to human and there's a human body down there? I don't know. I don't did know. Did no one question the, the vicar disappearing? To be fair, no one questions all those people getting murdered, do they? So no, there's that as well. Yeah. yeah, but also, I mean, this vesper form is connected to Agatha, and yes. at the moment of death, decides to let her go, which gives her amnesia. 
Yes, and this this explains the the, the week's disappearance mm. that she had. So, I suppose it, depending on your view of time, this is how it always happened, mm -hmm. or the doctors come in and changed it. But if the doctors come in and change it, what do you think originally happened that she killed that she managed to kill the best before? Because she was gonna she was gonna lure it in by herself, wasn't she? Always? Yes. Yeah. So. Is this always been the reason that, it, that the Agatha Christie, uh, Crispy, Agatha Christie, no, Agatha disappeared? Well, maybe it is. Maybe we've got the Doctor yeah. to thank for all the books that she writes after that. Yeah. Well, Donna That's as Donna, well, because yeah. Donna gives her all these yeah. ideas throughout the story, doesn't she? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Again, a nice little running gag. I yeah. Remember. I I completely forgotten. I mean, when we did the Carrier Knights, you know, from the Shakespeare Code. Yes. We said then about that globe that they were in. Are they going to yes, spend eternity yeah. in that globe? And here they are. We see them yeah, in the TARDIS. This is very uh, Pat Troughton, isn't it? So because Pat Troughton had a, uh, a a little trunk in the TARDIS that he would pull things out of. Um, hmm. I, I quite like this. Yeah, the Doctor it just he goes, "Oh, carry your nights here," and you can hear him screaming in it. And I thought, yes, and he dumps it out. I thought that was good, good little touch. Yeah, and all, we've also got a, a Cyberman chest plate that yeah. he pulls out as well and yeah there's the book with the wasp on it um, which as I say that's a genuine cover that wasn't made up for the story and uh, it's a bit like the old um, Van Gogh one as well isn't yes. it you know the acknowledgement you know that she was the greatest writer ever and still being published in the year 5000 or whatever you know yeah only not so mawkish or... no no or yeah yeah and that's the end of the story, and uh, yeah. what great fun that was. That was a thoroughly I, I, enjoyable yeah, 45 I minutes. Absolutely enjoyed it. And like I say, um, uh, you know, we, me and Anne were sort of discussing it, and it was like, do you remember when Doctor Who used to be fun? Yeah. <laughs> when you could actually just sit down and enjoy it. Yeah, and you're not finished afterwards, either depressed or asking yeah. loads of questions, you know? Yeah, why, why, what, when, how, where. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it absolutely, 45 minutes of... Great fun, thoroughly enjoyable. I don't, I don't think there was anything wrong with it at all. Yeah, it just this is you, you sort of you you remember why Doctor Who was so popular. Yeah. Uh, back then, and you and you do forget because we we've only sort of been watching a few Duff ones and that. You forget how good David Tennant is. I know you're you're not a mm. great fan of him, but. But when he was doing this sort of thing, I think as a as a comedy doctor, he was really good yeah. in the actual comedy episode. You know? Yeah, and I don't mind him when he's serious as well. It, it's just this silly, gurning, yeah. show-off, boastful version that I don't like. But uh, no, no, great fun. And, you, yeah. know, um, you, you know, we don't hate all of New Who. No, uh, um, just most of it. Yeah, just stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. All right. So on our Earth date, we've got a very clear yes. uh, date. In fact, we know precisely when it is because it was December the 3rd to December the 14th, 1926. Doesn't look very cold. Though. No, I was going to say, that's not the time to have a garden party. No, but no, uh, I would have put that more June or July when they filmed it. Yes, yeah. So if that's 26, the nearest other time yeah. that the Doctor's on Earth, sometime in the 1920s, so it could actually be around this time, the first Doctor was in Hollywood uh, during the right, Dar yeah. Dalek Master Plan. When was um, Abominable Snowman? That was 35. 35, yeah, I've got it here. Second Doctor, 35, yeah. So, yeah, he goes in there, all right? Yes, excellent. All right, so the uh, Vespiform, then, 
Yes. This might be a bit tricky because it, it, it's a wasp, yeah. isn't it? What do you think of the design of a vespiform? I mean, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think wasps were designed. I mean, they evolved, so uh, it's difficult when it's because it's it's not like they've even added anything onto it from what I could see. Like it's. I think it's a bit. Wasp, I think it's a bit. Fur <coughs> excuse me. I think it's a bit furrier than a normal wasp up on its back there, yeah. like that. But yeah, you know, it's a wasp, isn't it? Yeah, it's a wasp. I mean, it, 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 it works well. I mean, design. What? I mean, it's really difficult to. It feels weird to, to give it a design rating, but I think yeah, it uh, six. I think six. It very well. All right, yeah. I gave it a four, just because I couldn't think of anything yeah, else. I so I don't think yeah, it's weird. It is weird saying about a design of a. It'd be like saying you know the design of of David Tennant or something. I suppose you could yeah. use costume. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I think it'll be easier to do effectiveness. How effective yes. is this well, it's best not, before? It's not, it's not the best CGI in the world, but it's certainly aged much better than most of the other CGI in the program. And again, I don't know whether that's because it's a natural creature and, you know, so they're easier to do. I don't know. Um, but it, it, it works really well. Like I say, there's one scene, when it bursts through the door, it's CGI-ness looks yeah. horrendous, you know, when it just before the car chase but other than that i think it works really well it does the job well um it's it, i mean for, for a giant wasp it's quite believable um so i'm gonna go with i don't want to give it too high because it's not i'm gonna go with seven. Oh blimey that's much higher than i yeah. thought i thought you was going to go for another like five or something well i said because i get i gave it six and i thought it's Perhaps I was too high. Can I revise it and do five and six then? Five and... You're oh. right. I think seven is a bit high. Can I do five for design rating? All right. Five for design rating. And six for... All right. That gives him four and a half for design then. And you're giving him a six for... Six, yeah. All right. Okay. So I gave him a four. I stayed at four. Yeah. All right. So, uh, right. So you gave him a six. I gave him a four. That's a five. 5 plus 4.5 divided by 2 equals 4.75 is our adversary rating. Oh, All right. Slightly below average. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a wasp. 4.75. Oh. Vespiforms are living by themselves. They oh, have right. a caravan well, to themselves. Well, you do get a lot of waspling caravans, don't you? You do. And they aren't, they, to be fair, they're normally on their own in a window. It's like legs up. What, do so, you think that's what they're going to do if you walk I past 4.75? I reckon so. That there'll be a six-foot wasp legs up in the window <laughs> yeah. of the caravan. I reckon. All right. Well, one side of them at number yeah. five, you've got the crotons, uh, the rachnos, shock eyes, and the sirens. Oh, and the rachnos. That's a spider fighting a wasp. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, shock eye would want to eat it. Yes, yeah, true. He would want to cook it and eat it, wouldn't he, wasp? He, he would want to taste what, what wasp like. is like. Yeah, use the like you know the poison as some sort of like you know marinade or something. He um, could he could, uh, could marinate cucumbers with it. Couldn't he? He, yes, <laughs> I'm glad my voice is still going. That's a little in joke between me yes. and Ian to so. do with uh, my <laughs> wife's cooking. Um, and then one down the road is 4.5, where you've got the abominable snowmen, yeti, and the vervoids. Well, wasps and. Uh... The wasp pollinate? No, plants? they don't pollinate. It's bees, isn't it? 
Yeah. What do wasps do? They kill things. They're and just they... tooled up flies, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're horrible. I hate wasps. Yeah. I hate wasps. We should get them in the loft. Do you? Like, what I should do is, is um, kill one of them and then sell it on eBay as a micro Doc 2 figure. There you go. Yeah. You've got an, a, a new little cottage industry yeah. going on there. All right, so uh, behind the scenes, as I say, yep, it's December the 3rd to December the 14th when the real Agatha Christie went missing. Um, yep, the Wasp was inspired by that book that we see in it. Because yeah. um, that, that book in the programme, they say she turns it over, she goes, oh, from the year 5 million or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's a reprint. But So that was actually a, an Agatha That's a re- genuine cover. Yeah, that's a so genuine what? cover. So what what story was it where there was a giant wasp? There isn't. Is it no. It's a, it's a forced perspective thing. The wasp oh, is meant okay. to be really close to you with the plane in the background. Oh right. Yeah. Don't know why. Um, and originally, in the original script, uh, the doctor was supposed to have knocked the vestif, vespiform into the lake with the car that he was driving. Oh, right. right. But David Tennant objected because he was concerned that the end would portray, portray the Doctor as a murderer. He's all right with Donna doing it, though. Yeah, yeah. That would have been weird, because they could have had it where the Doctor hits him with the car, and then he's stuck to the windscreen. And yes. And the old wipers going. Yeah. It's got and, a dead wasp off. And the final thing, yeah, that house at yeah. the beginning uh, from Seeds of Dune, it's Athelhampton House oh, in Dorset. Nice all right. Yeah, I think we're when we were talking earlier when we were talking to Mick Jagger. I think we we're thinking about the house in uh, Pyramids of Mars. Oh, well, uh, that's, yeah, yeah, possibly. That's a completely different house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too many, All right. Uh, too many houses. Yes. Yeah. So that's us done with the unicorn and the wasp and the vespi form. So that was good fun. But uh, next week, are we going to have fun? Because it's down to you now. You've got to announce what we're doing next time, haven't you? Uh, yes. Um, so. Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think of a a clue. Um, I imagine that this episode they came up with the jokey title before they did the story. The jokey title. Oh, see, Matt Smith. When we're talking Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi, I was I was dropping out quite, you know, uh, regularly. So a joke. Yeah, a very jokey title. I'm trying to think of a joke. I mean, to be fair, title. a lot. I think a lot of episodes they probably came up with the title first and then went, "Oh God, we've got to do a story on this." Um, our our main our main villain that we're talking about is is incredibly familiar. Uh, but not for this character. It's not. It, is it? It's not World War Two, is it? No, no. I, no. I always went with that one. Um, he, the, the, the actor has a, a rare distinction of having played the Doctor. So you're talking about that guy, the old boy who played William Hartnell, hey, yeah? David right. Bradley, yeah. Do you yeah. know the episode? No. Dinosaurs <laughs> on a spaceship. Okay, I don't understand what that means. All right. right. Yeah. So, when you watch the episode, you'll realise and go, okay, this is why they came up with the title first. All right. So what's our adversary called then? Uh, he's called Solomon. Solomon. Yes. Okay. He's, yeah, I, I don't know. I, pre- I presume this is when the Doctor Who production team first came across David Bradley 
uh, and then afterwards he did he played William Hartnell right. uh, in Adventures in Time and Space, which is excellent. And then they finally cast him properly as the first Doctor. Right. But I think this is this is when they first came across him. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I've got no memory. I don't know no, what the right. heck you're well, talking about. So yeah, this might be a brand new Doctor Who for me. So yeah. cool, cool. All right, so all you right. Have to buy it. I know you can watch them. All no, right. no, no. Thank, thankfully, I they're should. on the um, iPlayer. I, yeah. iPlayer yes. yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. I don't know that one. Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> That's what I just said. I don't know <laughs> this one either. All right, me, me, and Alexa don't know this story. Yes. All right. Well, you're, you're, you're both. I don't know whether you're both in for a treat or not. All right. So, well. Yeah. I'll tell you all in seven days, all right? Brilliant, brilliant. All right. Cheers, Ian. Thanks, See Ian. you next time. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.